Welcome to episode 7, week 7 of the NFL. It's beers and bets. It's a homecoming weekend in Marietta, Ohio. Tribute out to Marietta, Ohio, and the Pretenders. Man, what a Sunday, bread. I start my day with a delicious brunch. God bless Saratoga Storks. Don't worry about the house, but damn can they cook. Then, a delightful stroll in the woods with my wife to view the fall foliage. Stanley, New York. What a wonderful place where there's at least a hiking trail. After that, we take our daughter, Leah, to Lillier's Pumpkin Patch. Lillier's Pumpkin Patch. Preemption Road, $2 a pumpkin bread. Two bucks, baby! Can you believe that? And there's still plenty left. Lillier Pumpkin Patch. You pick them! Finally, it was time to return home to check on the scores. And what do I see? Seven favorites covering. Seven freaking favorites covering, G-Dub. That's the bane of K-Lodge's existence. Favorites covering. I'm storming around the castle. I'm pissing and moaning for the entire remainder of those one o'clock games. Finally, my daughter comes down, Leah, and says, Dad, why do you let those idiots on the TV make you so mad? You need to control yourself. You had a great day. Now finish and have a great day. So I look at her. I bow. I say, Namaste. And then I say, thank you for that great advice, Leah. However, comma, I wish you had said that ten minutes ago before I kicked in the goddamn TV. George, how was your weekend? Better than that, my young brother. <laughs> hey, the bottle was dusty, but the liquor is clean. What's in your bottle today, George? Today, in keeping with Keith's uh, homage and back to school, I'm going to back in the day of my undergrad... University of Rochester Halcyon Days Genesee Cream Ale. Although we are now in the new millennium, a flavor that did not exist back in the 1980s, Lemon Strawberry Jenny Cream Ale. I'm cracking it open in homage to the University of Rochester Yellow Jackets. Boom. Hey, I'm opening up uh, another treat from the Finger Lakes, a Brooklyn transplant, Big Alice Brewing, set up outside of Geneva, New York. I've got a tasty beer called Strictly Social. It's an IPA, and they actually brewed it in collaboration with Common Roots, a funky little brewery up in Saratoga. It's a 6.5 on the alcohol content level. Ah, does cost $20 for a four-pack, which is a bit high, but it's a local brewery, and once in a while, you just got to spend a little something on yourself. George? How'd it go for you this week? I went one and one on my straight bets, one and one on my teasers, which, <coughs> in keeping with my favorite television show of all time, Jerry Seinfeld, I'm like Jerry. I'm even Steven. I got two friends. Keith is up. Bobby is down. Me? I'm even Steven. Well done, Steven. Despite my dreadful overall picks, I did manage to go 1-1 one one again on my straight bets, so I at least won't take in too much of a loss. Miami found a way to screw me in London. They went as far to seal their own fate. How about they call a timeout when Jacksonville was driving? They sacked them. They figured they'd call a timeout thinking they're going to get the ball back. Instead of give Jacksonville a chance to get two more downs, get a first down, and kick a game-winning field goal. Nice job, Coach Flores. My only winner was Minnesota. Luckily, I picked a favorite in the morning games, and they even had to sweat me out till overtime to get to victory. Nothing is easy in the NFL, unless, of course, you like to bet all the morning favorites, which is were easy rocking chair victories. Can you believe double-digit winners in all those games, except for my Minnesota game? Hey, my teaser continued to cash bread. That's five straight teasers. And before we start this week's, I offer you this bit of advice, Georgie. Since it costs a lot to win and even more to lose, 
You and me are bound to spend some time wondering what to choose. So let's get started, George. <laughs> How can I top that? I don't know, but it's Cincinnati at Baltimore. 1 p.m. tilt. Baltimore favored by six and a half. Give me what you got. Here we go. 71% of the bets on Baltimore. 52% of the money is on Cincinnati. So what do you think we do here at Beers and Bets? Joes? Pros? Go with the pros! Give me Cincinnati. Hey, that a boy. Well done. And on top of that, I spent a little time in a mountain and I spent a little time in a hill. Things went down that we don't understand, but I think in time we will. And that's those Cincinnati Bengals who are no longer the Bungles. They're competitive. Can you believe they're playing for a first place game against the Baltimore Ravens? We've said it before. Short division road dogs are a powerful trend. 25-9 and nine this year. And uh, the uh, road dog is 5-2 and two at uh, the Baltimore-Cincinnati series. Baltimore, 2-4 and four at home, pre-buy game. Uh, the line has really been frozen. As George said, there's a lot of bets on Baltimore, but the line is not moving. They are not going to give 7 points to any would-be Cincinnati betters. So let's go Bengals. If you're really feeling it, take a little bit on the money line. How about another morning game, George? How about Washington at Green Bay? The line started at 9. It's down to 7.5, which is intriguing because, as you've talked about, 70% of the bets but 81% of the money on Green Bay. Washington, a dreadful 1-5 ATS. I don't know what's going on with that team. I'm just going to go ahead and take the Packers and move on. What do you got? I'm with you on this one. And, again, you know I love my multi-syllable names. It comes down to this. Should I back Taylor Heineke? Or should I back A-A-Ron? Give me A-A-Ron. Give the points. Packers, Lambo Leap, numerous times. Book it. Well done, Georgie. All right, now we go to Miami. Atlanta is a two-and-a-half-point favorite in Miami. What do you got? Here we go. Back to the numbers. 56% of the bets, but 76% of the coin, of the money, going on the ATL. There we go. Let's go with the pros. Let's back old Matty Ice to trump out young Tua Tagliavoa. Book it, ATL. All right, Georgie. You are wise, my friend. The road team, when a move is in their favor, 39-26. Non-conference favorites are 19-12. and 12. Dogs, the favorite move is a huge trend. Miami was a two-and-a-half point look-ahead line. Now Atlanta is a two-and-a-half point favorite. Road favorites off a of bye, 60%. Atlanta, 6-1, their past seven by road games. And I ain't always right, but I've never been wrong. Seldom turns out the way it does in the song, Georgie. Let's go, Falcons. On to the Jets at New England. I'm going to go ahead and start this one off, Georgie. We know Belichick is outstanding against those first-year quarterbacks. 26-3. Can you believe New England has not won a home game this year? Hard to believe. Now, on top of that, Jets coming off a bye, you think they might be fresh? Well, when they played a division opponent off their bye, they've been outscored 19 points on average. They are 2-10 out of their last buys. I don't think the new coaches figures it out. I believe New England's going to give their fans a home win. And when New England went to the Jets uh, several weeks ago, they were only favored by 5.5. Now it's, they're only favored by 7. Are you telling me the Jets haven't gotten uh, any worse? Then that first week around, because I know that New England has gotten a lot better. Give me New England. It's a strange spot for me not taking a division dog on the road. What do you got, George? 
In the whole Bizarro World thing, it looks like we're on the same page once again. I will gladly give the seven to back the Patriots, the hoodie, Mac Jones. Again, getting back to the Joes and pros. Keith always talks about, you know, big buildings. This time they're going to, you know, have to go to a mortgage for the building. 92% of the bets, 97% of the money back in the hoodie. And I'm one of those 97%. Book it. All right, Georgie. It looks like it's time for a word from our number one sponsor, Finger Lakes Realty. Finger Lakes Realty. Your local hometown, Yates County. Has a brand new listing. Listen to this one. Dry Storage Barn. 1441 Outlet Road, Penyan, New York. 1441 Outlet Road, Penyan, New York. 40 by 62 feet on four tenths of an acre for a mere $72,000. 72 large. Gets it. Contact Jenna Kerbo. 315-759-9002. That's Jetta Kerbo, 315-759-9002. Which leads us to our stat of the week. Finger Lakes Realty stat of the week. When a favorite of 16 or more is 14-7 and seven against this spread since 2015. Ah, newsflash, ding, 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 ding. We might have one of those scenarios this week. Let's go. Back to the games, George. We've got Carolina going to the New York football Giants at 1 p.m. tilt. Giants are getting two and a half points. <coughs> Your call. Carolina's been struggling a little bit, which is something new. The Giants have been struggling a lot bit, which is kind of old news. When your head coach comes out in the paper and says, the fish stinks from the head down... A, you got to give him a lot of respect. He didn't point fingers except, you know, at his own self. But B, it just speaks to the level of problems that has, you know, befallen the New York football giants. I'm going to give the three with a road favorite, Caroline. All right, George. Finally, we can find something to disagree upon. This is our contrarian play of the week. The Giants are only getting 9% of the bets, but they're getting 15% of the money. It's a good spot. Plus, the line was at 3. I was at the casino today. It's dropping out of 2.5. Why is the line dropping in the Giants' favor if everybody loves Carolina? It's because the Sharps are coming in on that New York football team. Off of a blowout loss of 20 or more teams this year are 9-3. And, and we know last week or two weeks ago they let us down 10-1 as a dog. Now they're 10-2 as a dog in their last 12 I'm going to give him one more shot because Jerry tells me I've got no chance of losing this time. How about Kansas City at Tennessee? Kansas City at Tennessee, George. It's four and a half. Nope. Now it's up to five and a half. The line's moving toward Kansas City. This game, I don't really know where to go in this game, but I'm going to say this. Tennessee put everything they had into that Buffalo game. Now they're on a short week. I know they're at home. Uh, I know Kansas City struggled against the better teams this year. But I feel like this is going to be a game where maybe Tennessee just can't keep up with Kansas City. So I'm going to go ahead and take Kansas City and lay the points on the road. Not a popular spot, but but road teams have done quite well this year. So go ahead and give me Kansas City. George? I'm going to back you with Kansas City. First, I'll hit you with some numbers. 55% of the bets, 
74% of the money coming in on KC, which means the pros are there. And now again to George's very deep, you know, deep dive in the analysis. Do you really think Patrick Mahomes is going to keep turning it over at the rate that he has that has Kansas City at 3 and 3? Unless he's got like, you know, a blood transfusion from Jameis, I suspect not. I say KC continues to right the ship, beats Tennessee coming off a short week and a huge emotional win against Buffalo Bills. I'm, I'm going to lay the points. Give me KC. All right. Now it's up to the 4 o'clock games. Philadelphia against the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders favored by three. Raiders. 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 I'm going to hit you again with some more numbers. 74% of the bets. 94% of the money coming in on Vegas. Just win and cover, baby. I'm also going to throw something out at you. We all kind of had presented to us in, you know, multiple fashion. Apparently, John Gruden is kind of a jerk. I'm also going to throw out this. Is it possible that he used to be a good football coach a decade and a half ago, and in recent vintage, really wasn't that good, so they don't really miss him that much? That's my theory. That's what I'm going with. Give me the Raiders minus three. All right, George, but you've all been asleep, and you would not believe me. The voice is telling me that you will soon receive me. And it's time to believe me, because we know we love those road dogs getting less than six points. And that's just what Philadelphia is. 25-9 and nine this year, with those road dogs coming in less than six points. The Raiders have yet to cover as a favorite. They love playing the dog role. They don't seem very comfortable playing the favorite role. I don't know where you get your money, but my money says that 36% of the bets and 52% of the money is on Philadelphia. I think you've got the wrong Joes and pros that you're looking at. Give me the Philadelphia Eagles this week. Off the bye. I love to see it. Philadelphia freedom. There we go, baby. There we go. Hey, and there ain't nothing wrong with the way she moves in this next game. And I'm talking about Janice Goff. She does have some problems with the way she moves. It's Detroit at the Rams. 14 points. Many, many years ago when George and I were younger men, there was a quarterback named Chris Everett. They called her Chrissy Everett. I'm changing Jared Goff's name to Janice Goff or Geraldine Goff because that's the way she plays. And now she gets to play revenge against Stafford, who's going to have nothing left to do but smile, smile, smile after this game. Give me the Los Angeles Rams and I'm laying the points. George, what are you doing? I'm going to back the Rams. I'm saying juggernauts, you know, in full form. I love how Detroit competes, but they're just plain outclassed. I'm going to give the 15. All right. And now it's time for our Vegas insider, John Tanner. Hey, John Tanner! I hope you were with us last week when he put together a clean sweep. That man is now 5-1 and one on the year. And I hope you got down on those picks because I know I did. It was a big Saturday. This week... He's going to start off with Iowa State. Minus 7 versus Okie State. You're going to say, what? A, a top 10 team on the road getting 7? That's right. A hungry, well-rested team taking on the Pokes in a hornet's nest in Ames, Iowa. That equals a bad spot for Oklahoma State. He also likes Kansas State over Texas Tech as a pick'em. They're playing, they played a superior competition, and they need this win to get the bowl eligible. Finally, he likes LSU plus nine, a much more talented team than anybody's given him credit for against a questionable old Miss D and a beat-up Corral at quarterback. John Tanner wishes everyone good luck. 
Georgie, let's finish up the games and let's get started with, I believe we have not covered Houston at Arizona. Houston at Arizona. For those of you that paid attention to this very insightful podcast, I gave, I gave a you know, harbinger of things to come. Favorites of 16 or more, 14 and 7 against the spread. Arizona currently 18 and a half. There's a reason. Arizona's really, really good. Houston, really, really. Houston, they have a problem. I'm going to lay the points. Um, this is going to be a first in Beers and Bets history. <laughs> I have to go back and recant. I'm actually taking the, the Detroit Lions to cover the spread. Okay, on to the next game. Um, I'm also going to take the Houston Texans to cover that 18 and a half point spread. The over and under. So forget everything I said about Janice Golf. Um, anyway, the spread for Arizona Houston is 47 points. With the line being 18, when you have a low spread, you like to take the points. And I'm going to take Houston. And I've made a, a decision this weekend. I'm taking all three big point spreads. I think two of the three are going to cover. I'm not going to figure out which one doesn't. I'm just taking all three of them. So give me Houston in this one. And we'll move on to Chicago at Tampa Bay, which will tell you. So that again, I think with the low over and under number, it's a 12 point, it's a 13 and a half point spread. It's actually dipped down to 12 and a half. Why is the line going down if everybody loves Tampa Bay? Tampa Bay is two and four ATS this year. I think Tampa Bay just wants to get out with a win. Uh, Chicago's defense is going to keep them in it. And uh, don't tell me this team ain't got no heart, George. Don't tell me this team ain't got no heart because I can hear him being out loud. Let's go, the Bears. What do you got, Georgie? I'm going to go with you on the Bears and the points. Truly, you got to think the coaching staff figures out Justin Fields each week as much as Justin Fields starts to figure out how to be a competitive pro quarterback. To me, 12 and a half is too big of a number. Uh, I, I think Tampa wins the game but does not cover. Give me the Bears and the points. Uh, one more thing. Tampa Bay's defensive secondary stinks. Fields, if the number is 250 or less, take him going over 250 yards. It's time for him to start throwing the ball around. All right, Georgie, it's prime time. Prime time. Prime time. Indianapolis at San Francisco. Where are you going? Jimmy Garoppolo is back. And yes, at Beers and Bets, stuff like this actually qualifies as news. Jimmy Garoppolo back. Colts. Still struggling. 68% of the bets on Indy. However, comma, 57% of the money on San Francisco. Go with the pros. Back the Niners. All righty. I got to say one more thing. Sometimes we live no particular way but our own. Sometimes the songs that we hear are just songs of our own. And Georgie, the song in my head is my old friends, the Indianapolis Colts. I let them go last week. I've been picking them week in and week out. And it was my fault for not doing it. So dare I say, this will be the third straight cover for the Indianapolis Colts. They are actually making a move in the AFC South. You know I love my road dogs of less than six points. Primetime road dogs. Primetime dogs are 11 and 6. San Francisco off the bye is a dreadful 2-14-1. And, and just another little nugget, when they are at home off a bye, San Francisco is 4-1 to the under. Give me Indianapolis. We go now to Monday Night Football. Georgie, New Orleans at Seattle. Seattle's getting five. New Orleans giving five. Let's, let's kind of look at this. Seattle's missing Russ. They're missing Chris Carson. New Orleans might. 
get good Jameis. There's, you know, 50-50 chance you get good Jameis. There is a way less chance that Seattle gets good Geno. I'm going to lay the points with New Orleans as a road favorite. I'm going to give the five. Interesting, George. Normally, I would not agree with you. However, this week, I am going to agree with you because the line started at three. It's climbed up to five. Last week was the old, let's try and win one for Russ. Now I think we get the Geno that got cut by several teams. New Orleans off a bye wins 69% of the time covering ATS. Um, The money says 54% of the bets, but 74% of the money. So go ahead and give me New Orleans. Hey, before we finish things off, George, I want to talk about hedge betting. You might hear that in the casino. You might hear someone say, oh, I'm going to hedge this bet. I'm going to hedge this bet. Well, let me just give you an example of where hedging can come in to help you out. One lucky better from the MGM last weekend had a 10-team parlay going. He bet $1,000, a little more than you and I usually like to bet. But that 10-team parlay was going to pay $144,000. We call that a lottery ticket because it's so incredibly hard to hit. He played all seven morning favorites, believe it or not. So he was 7-0. and Then give him a little credit. He played Arizona and the Raiders in the afternoon on the money line, setting up his final play on Monday Night Football with the Bills to win on the money line. Twitter was buzzing about what to do. Do you hedge the bet? Do you let it ride? Everybody thinks the Bills are going to win. Well, let me just give you an example. A hedge bet is when you pick against a team that you've already bet on in a parlay or a future ticket. Like, let's say you bet on a team to win the Super Bowl, and then the game comes and you've got them, you can bet against them. So in this example, let's just say you happen to have an extra $50,000 in your pocket. George, you've got that, right? Absolutely. Okay. So they could have bet $50,000 on Tennessee and taken the five and a half points on Monday Night Football, which meant they can't lose. Okay? So if Tennessee wins... Then they get their $50,000 and their $1,000 bet. They lose it, so they make about $48,000. If Buffalo wins, well, so what? They don't win $50,000. They win $94,000. If by some chance, which could have easily happened if Buffalo had scored the touchdown or won in overtime, they would have won both bets and they would have won $194,000. Put it on simple terms for you and I. If you made that 10-team parlay for a $10 bet, you would have been talking about winning $900, dollars or $1,800, all on a $10 bet, okay? So hedging is all about trying to still be a winner, but not winning as much as you possibly could have won. But here's the bottom line. That guy lost. He went 9-1 on his ticket, and guess what? He might as well have gone 1-9 because he's still a loser, okay? So this gets back to what we talked about, money management, all right? You got to play some single tickets. You should be spending 60-70% of the money you bring to the casino on straight tickets. Then have some fun with those parlays and teasers and see what happens. But make sure you're coming back every weekend and cashing some tickets. Is that right, Georgie boy? Absolutely. I would tell you this. There are a few things that are more fun than taking a little white piece of paper, sticking it in the machine, and the green light lights up saying you have won. Or even better than that, Taking one of those tickets over to the cashier and getting some greenbacks that you're putting in your pocket because you got enough cash and tickets that you cash that you can play your weekend bets and then still have some extra money to take the wife out to dinner or buy somebody a treat. All right, Georgie, who are we going to tease up this weekend? All right, my two-team teaser. Uh, as I mentioned, I have a lot of faith in Arizona Cardinals. I'm going to tease them down to 11 and a half. Gets me through. 
17 gets me through 14. I got to believe there are two touchdowns better. That's Arizona. I'm also going back to Niners. Tease them to plus two and a half. My two-team teaser. Arizona minus 11 and a half. Niners plus two and a half. All right. I'm going to take Green Bay down from seven and a half to one and a half. And I'm going to take New England down from seven to a half. Get them both through the points of seven and three. Basically, what I'm looking for are Green Bay, New England to win. Straight bets. I'm going with Atlanta. Anytime you see a dog go to a favorite, that's got to mean something. Miami is really struggling right now. I see they're trying to get Watson on the waiver wire, on the trade lines. Uh, I just think they're a team in a funk. And Atlanta coming off the bye should be fresh and ready to go. I'm also going to take Cincinnati. I think that road division dog trend is too much to take. I really think Cincinnati, despite the fact that I bet them six and a half wins under, big old rip-up ticket. But give them credit, they're playing tough. George, what are your two straight bets? As I mentioned earlier, I like Patrick Mahomes. I think he corrects his turnover issues. I'm going to give the five and a half to back KC, my other Las Vegas Raiders, minus three. All right. So, George, any closing thoughts? Enjoy Ohio. Say hi to all the classmates. I will do. All my rainbow brothers and sisters out there, much love to you. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. I'll see you back from Ohio in a couple of days. There you go.